What up, brawlers? Welcome back to Throwing Hands. It's been a minute, but this this, this episode is a little bit, bit off the beaten path with Throwing Hands, but I feel like this is necessary. Wouldn't you say, Breck? Super necessary. Super I, necessary, dude. It's like uh, Halle Berry said in the movie. Yeah. You know, how about you explain what we're doing today? Um, we're just going to give people a complete breakdown of... The man, the myth, the legend, that is, if you're on MMA Twitter, you know, well, you know, you know all about him. We're going to go into his, uh, his company that he runs in Detroit, what they do. We're going to show you some instructional videos that can be very useful. You will not die. Um, that would be Dale Brown of, uh, Detroit urban survival training. And, uh, I, I mean, just an absolute legend, but been in the game for about 20 years too. People don't realize. People don't realize how long this guy's been around. And I mean, a certifiable killer could probably fight in the UFC. G- give me a month, right, Breck? Dude, uh, yeah. I mean, a month, yeah. But in all seriousness, guys, do not listen to what this guy says. And we're going to show you exactly why you should not listen to what this guy says. Or should you? That's that's up for you to decide. You know? that's, that's up for you to decide. We're going to get into the first video here. Um, how to break up a fight. Let's let's take a look. And I highly recommend that you watch this on YouTube. Um, I'll probably throw the link in the description for the audio podcast. Let's take a look, Breck. You ready to go? Oh, of course. These are the best videos on the internet. Oh. Detroit Urban Survival Training. We're going to share with you some of the ways that we have used to break apart violent aggressors who do not want to back away. In this case, neither one of them is a victim. They're both aggressing. When it come in, our hands go here, right to the face, right to the nose, or to the eye, come down. And this is an intelligent option that will help you create safety for you and your family no matter where you live in the world. Okay, here's why that doesn't work. Um, you just can't bowl over somebody by touching their face. No. Um... I will say the guys that he hires to work with him are good actors. Like they should be stunt. I wonder if they do stunt work on the side for movies because they're pretty good. Like if we take a look at these two dudes, they are not small men by any means. No, they're not like five-year-olds. They're probably late thirties, early forties. And it's just not how it works. It's not how it works, dude. It's not how it works. But he, he, oh, child abduction. Okay. It's huge. Big one. Look, if you're, if you're a parent listening to this, um, do not take what this guy is doing. Seriously, it's a very poor idea. But let's see, let's see what we got here, Breck. I just want to point this out real quick. I feel bad for the girl who believes this stuff is real. Yeah, very bad. That's terrible. Back up. All right, so the way that worked, when the man grabbed the child's arm, the mother pushed here on the thumb, causing the thumb to let go. This would help if someone tries to grab your child against your will, you're able to break the hold so you can get your child free from an aggressor that tries to abduct your child. No. <laughs> if no. some, let's, let's be honest here. However sad this may sound, 
if somebody really wants to abduct your child, they're, they're not just going to give up like that and run off. In fact, they probably attack the parent first and then grab the kid. They're not going to grab the kid first. I love my favorite part about these is like, you're going to break the thumb here. And he just does a simple little like push. And like that, that's supposed to just like destroy the person's thumb. Exactly. It makes no sense. Right. That's why the world needs more people like you and me to debunk this type of BS. I mean, you're not wrong, but then again, dude, I wonder like, it's crazy that he's in Detroit too, of all cities. Like, do people in Detroit take these classes and then like try to use them in certain situations? And then like, are those people just dead? Like this, I don't think this guy's used his own techniques in a situation like this. Yeah. Let's take a look at another video. Another video. We have so many. We got to go through them all. Yeah, we're go. We have like we have about eight more. We're we're good. We're good. Um, what to do if your neck is grabbed from the rear? Uh, look, this is very. This is entirely possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Relates to, to MMA. Relates to MMA. You know. Shall we take a look? Of course. If your neck is grabbed from the rear, clasp your hands, turn, and the wrists are hyperextended. There's a lock on the wrist which causes the pain to cause the man to let your neck go. Very painful. I'm actually crying. We got to replay that. We got to replay that like three times. What did she do with her arms? If your neck is grabbed from the rear, clasp your hands, turn, and the wrists are hyperextended, and there's a lot in the wrist, which causes the pain to cause the man to let your neck go. Very painful. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So if you're listening on Spotify or something, here's what's going on. So this woman claps her hands together. What type of rear naked choke is that, too? Atop her head. So what she does is she like clasps clasps her hands and she turns to, to her inside where the guy so the guy has her hands wrapped around her neck and to just to break the lock between the neck and the hands she's pushing on the wrist to create pressure. So what type of rear naked choke is that too like what is that? Nobody would ever come up behind you and that that's that's like the last thing they would do that's movie stuff when they grab your neck like that that's movie stuff Uh, should should we watch it again oh we have to if your neck is grabbed from the rear (laughs) clasp your hands turn (laughs) and the wrists are hyperextended and there's a lock on the wrist which causes the pain to cause the man to let your neck go very painful very painful. Very, uh, dude. Painful. Very painful. Breck, what's the most pain you've ever experienced? Probably like appendicitis. You had you had appendicitis, or um, I mean, they thought it was actually no, it was like they thought it was appendicitis, but it was like I don't know what it's called. It was something inflamed, like the appendix was like inflamed, but it wasn't. That was pretty bad. That was, something like that. For me, it was probably wisdom teeth. That was bad. Yeah, that was up there. That was pretty close. But that's bad. That's terrible. That's worse than any of those. 
Like, that's not remotely true. If just throw a spinning elbow. Or like anything else. I think it's time for us to disclaim something. Breck and I are by no means martial arts experts. We just love the sport of MMA. And I feel like he and I know enough to prove that this doesn't work. And if anyone listening actually like trains in MMA and you saw, and you see this stuff, like you got to be laughing. It's like, imagine owning a gym and you're charging like a reasonable price to have people come and you're making a living off being a coach. And then you see this guy doing what he's doing. And you're like, this guy's stealing business away from me. This guy. All right. Um, it's unbelievable. We'll get to this one later, but um, oh. all right, jujitsu, jujitsu, or karate takedown. Let's take a look here. Initially, adding extra motions. If we want to take the person down, we don't need to lift their legs, reach down and grab their legs. From here, we want to take them down. All we do is come behind them, stand up. Okay. You have to let the biomechanics do the work. You don't have to. Act- Breck, this could that actually would, work. That could work. But here's the thing. You got to be very quick with it, and you got to have great core strength. I love biomechanics. Like, uh, that that cracks me up. But but that that was like not quite a judo throw. But, you know, it's like – It was like a tie sweep. It was like a tie sweep, kind of. Yeah, like that that one Piotr Jan would do. Yeah, that's the only one we've watched that, like, could work. But at the same time, it's not ideal because he's turning his back to his opponent. Yeah. Also, like, look, when you click play. From here, we want to take him down. All we do is come behind them, stand up. The guy's just doing nothing. You just throw yeah. a punch there. Yeah. Or like, if, if, here, if, if you look, down, he, he releases his grip when, he, when he's hugging him. Yeah. So his arms get free. If he was truly hugging him, his arms wouldn't be able to get free. Yeah. Also, he could just, like, chop the throat, punch the throat take out an eye from that position. Like, he has such good position on this guy. I agree. Um, okay, next one. This is why he, he, he don't uh, teach striking or punching. Let's, let's take a look. Why? The reason why we don't teach these kind of techniques, striking people in the face, is because his mouth will be open nine times out of ten. His teeth will go into my hand, and that means fluids from Agent 47 will go into my body. I don't want blood-borne pathogens from this man entering me. Neither do you. So here's the point. Detroit Urban Survival Training teaches you how to manage threats and create the best possible outcome to increase your survivability without creating injuries, which creates lawsuits and other legal problems. That wasn't your phone, by the way. But let's be honest here, Breck. Would you rather punch somebody and take the chance of, you know, getting maybe an STI or something like that. Well, I'd rather take my chances than, you know, whatever this bozo teaches me. The odds of some, like, what? The odds of punching someone, and first of all, connecting with their teeth is like... Like at an upward angle, too. An upward angle, where it would dig into your skin, and, and secondly, that there would be something carrying that would get into your system that could be harmful to you is like saying I could get attacked by a polar bear in New York. Like, the, the same odds. It's like... Uh, it, 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 it could happen. It could escape from the Bronx Zoo. Maybe, but, like... The, the odds are so slim. The odds are, like, one in a trillion. So, also, like, maybe you don't teach striking because you don't know striking. 
<laughs> Maybe that's a thought. Clearly. Well, speaking of striking, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, the beginning? Let's that take a look at this video. Oh. Ten punch. The title of the video is 10 punch strike combination. No, 10 strike combination in three seconds. Should we take a look? Oh, man. Naturally. <laughs> Detroit Urban Spot Training. We have this and other advanced training for you available in our level three protectorate memberships. We see you there. Sh should we break this down, like get it in slow motion? Yeah, of course. Okay, let's, let's get this level in slow three, Level three protection package, by the way. Level three protection package, people. Okay, first off, take a look at his guard. His guard is starting to become lowered. If this guy has a decent jab, what's the guy's name again, Dale? Uh, Dave or Dale, yeah. Dave, uh, yeah, find, find that out, Brett. But Dale Brown. All right. So if, if this perpetrator that Dale Brown's fighting has a decent jab, look, he clearly missed. And Dale created absolutely no separation with this front kick to the, Zero. the motorcycle. And he, and look at his chin. He's like, up <laughs> his, if this guy follows up with an uppercut from hell, it's over. It's over. All right. Continue. Yeah. So then. Okay, hold on, hold on. Back fist. He threw a back fist. So why does the attacker look at his left hand? Why does he just, like, tuck his arm in? Wouldn't he throw the left hand? Yeah. And then, then you got a karate chop to the neck from the Dale. Neck, yeah. And then Dale tries to throw an elbow. Wait, hold on. Did you see what he did after the elbow? Look at his – look Look after the elbow. Got a little, little chop. After the elbow, look, he, he returned a back, another back fist with that hand. Mm -hmm. And then and then the last shot isn't to the chin where you could knock out an opponent. It's to the shoulder. Yeah. Bam, to the shoulder. And, and, hold on. Let's take a look. Look how wide his stance is. This is like yeah. Nganu going in on Rosenstreich. Yep, exactly. And his chin is completely exposed. Completely exposed. And this guy hasn't his, thrown a single good punch. Off. His balance is off. Easy takedown right there. Easy. Oh, single leg, single leg takedown. Get him into this. Oh, dude, or, like you said, a tie sweep right here. Beautiful. Oh, let's 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 take a look at it again. Ooh, no separation with the front kick. But here's the thing: I thought you didn't teach striking. Yeah, I'm very confused. He he just said we're we're not going to teach striking, but then he, a ten punch combo in three seconds. I mean. This guy should be in the UFC based off what he's just said, you know? I mean, this this is a false advertisement. What's he doing? Dude, you know what's so funny is, like you said, if that initial jab just hits, like, none of that happens. <laughs> like, not a single shot gets thrown if one jab comes through. Or if he'd fall. Or go back to the beginning. Go back to the beginning. See how the guy misses with his right? In the very beginning? Like, yeah, he blocks yeah. right here. That Look <laughs> Look how open the left hook is right here. Dude, left hook, over. Left uppercut, anything. Left high kick, over. Yeah. Also, oh. Look at this position where he's in, too. Easy takedown. Oh, yeah, just grab that leg and just flip him up. Easy takedown. Detroit Urban Survival Train. Well, let me find... Oh, um... oh, we're getting to the good ones. Oh, here, speaking of kicks, let's take a look at this one. Shall we watch? Of course. Countermeasures. Detroit Urban Survival Training. Deploy the I'm going to share with you today some countermeasures. 
Well, <laughs> let's point this out. The countermeasures for kicking attack. That's not. It's like it's like he's a submarine captain. Deploy the countermeasures. The torpedo's coming. Some some stuff out of Star Fox that Peppy would say or something. Deploy the countermeasures. Good one. It's like a Call of Duty thing or Battlefield. But hey, but 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 Detroit's an urban battlefield, right? Could be, yeah. Could be. It's that's why this guy's here. But let's take a look at the video. For kicking attackers, it will give you the ability to escape control or immobilize threat, therefore increasing your survivability. If the person comes to kicks straight forward, you grab the leg, throw it up. No, no, no. Let's take a look at that kick again. You grab the leg, so throw it up, then stabilize them. <laughs> I mean, that's what you would do if you caught a kick, but like, you're not just catching a kick that easy. You know what I mean? Um, just throw an elbow down to check it. Exactly. Look! Look at the acting. Look at the Forward, acting. Grab the leg. Throw it up. Oh, look at the hop. <laughs> that stabilizes them and throws them back. There's more kicks. Their, There's more back kicks. Their upper back. In the event they kick and you catch low, you go forward, driving them down. Hold tight. Step forward, and that's a control. <laughs> what? What is he? A Bret Hart sharpshooter? Like, take a look. Onto their back of their. Oh. I'll put this in slow motion for us. I can't believe I'm watching. Like, what did I just watch? Upper back. And even low. All right. You catch low. Okay, I, I gotta give it to him. He has a guard. Okay. But also, see how he's catching the kick with his uh, right hand there? That would still connect on the neck and still hurt. Exactly. <laughs> like it's, that. Not like he, it's not like he's, like, covering up like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would still, the foot would hit the back of the neck, and he'd probably be like, TKO. Yeah. Oh, go forward. It's not that easy to take somebody down like that. Also, look, watch the guy. Watch the guy throwing the kick. He like he lunges forward. He like he he flips low purposely. Go forward. Yeah. Driving look, he like down. dives forward. Why would that guy dive forward? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. All right, let's let, let's see this like uh, calf slice or whatever he's doing here. Yeah, a little Hold calf slice. Tight. A little sharpshoot. Look, Ric Flair. That's some Ric Flair stuff right there, man. And you know what's crazy, too? He put absolutely no pressure on the leg, and the guy taps. <laughs> the guy tapped about two seconds after his leg was grabbed. All right, let's take a look at this next kick. Under. It's, it's a left kick. Left high kick. Okay. Better guard. No, no, no. There's absolutely no guard here. Think okay, about no, it. At the very beginning, it was a little bit better. Like, he was covering oh, up the vital area there. But then as the kick arrived, here. he changed his hand position. See what I mean? Yeah, he changed his hand position. And, and he's lucky the kick landed on the on the bicep. Yeah. If also, it had landed anywhere else higher, he would have been dead. Also, the, the, the you know what's so funny about this? The guy thinks the kick will just, um, like, hit the bicep and stop. Like, it'll just roll up the bicep into the neck exactly exactly that's the problem <laughs> let's, let's watch more let's watch more and what's he gonna do here oh, what's this calf slice that he does here what what is this i don't know man that's so like the way he's stand, like dude that's literally so easy to get out of 
If you were wearing a shoe too, that would be so easy to get out of because you could just slip out the shoe. <laughs> incredible pain right here. And oh, incredible pain. Incredible pain. He's so off balance too, bro. Just like roll him over with your leg. Got it. Left, left kick to the body right here. Mm -hmm. Neck case. That's an important one. Okay. Um, why would the kick be that low? If you're going to kick that low, you might as well kick him in the balls. Yeah. You're going to come here. Oh. And you're going to go right through the No. Knee. No. If you're going to sweep, go behind the ankle and sweep him. You don't kick him like that. It's funny, too, is like if somebody would throw a high kick, they'd be decently athletic. And you could snap it back. Could snap it back. And two, I love how he just kicks the knee like the oblique kick, which I, I guess that's what he's going for is like this is his own little version of the oblique kick. Why does the guy just stand still? Like he, he would back up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, you would not be able to hold his body weight by just grabbing his leg like this. No, you wouldn't. Kick defense, terrible. Let's go to the next video. Yeah. Okay, this is just funny. Training. He's sure getting dangerous. Some bro, ideas yeah. that can assist you in the event that you get shot. Push the barrel up, back towards the aggressor, and you can actually use his finger to control him if you wanted to, or just strip the weapon from them. Whatever you do, remember. Get the gun because the only thing worse than getting shot is getting shot again. Okay, I'm not a firearms expert, Breck. I don't know you're not one either, right? No. But I think you and I are both smart enough to know that if you're getting shot, you're going to be on the ground. Yep. There's a couple of things that we need to point out here. First of all, the gun is point blank. The the, the how quick a gun would shoot you point blank is like the, the speed of like sound like it's so fast and in this thing he just pulls the uh pulls the barrel back which would stop the firing but you would literally have to be like superman to pull a barrel back that quick before a gun goes off two how are you gonna like go back to the part where you like you can control this guy with your finger the aggressor and you can look at the guy the huh why does he like hunch over like all in pain it's not gonna hurt that much it's not gonna hurt that if much. at all even if like you dislocated and it was all like mangled and stuff the guy would still have control of the gun and you and nobody no if you're shot you're not gonna be able to do this see that's where like those first videos with like the striking and stuff it's all a little bit of fun and games, but like this stuff is actually so dangerous. Cause like if somebody like paid for this or watched this and was like, if I ever find myself in a scenario like this, which I, these scenarios are hilarious to me because like the average person, when are you going to find yourself in this scenario? Like, unless you live in a really crime-infested neighborhood, which I, I know we're in there and they're, they're in Detroit, but, like, this guy has, like, you're going to walk out your door and this will just be every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you're teaching people to dodge bullets when, in reality, they're going to die. I think that's the next video oh. we have up here. Hold on. 
uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. This is this is it. Detroit Urban Survival Training. Nah, I'm not gonna watch that one. Uh, but here, guys, this video has 117 million 334,851 views. That's the thing. This guy is sweeping the nation with the, with these videos. But this is terrible. Let's take a look. Detroit Urban Survival Training. I'm going to share with you right now what to do if a striker-fired weapon is pinning against your chest, against the wall, and a criminal is holding you at bay. And the reason why they're doing this is because this is how they search you for weapons, how they're going to take things from you, also how they're going to harm you uh, physically, keep you from running or pulling out a weapon, is by getting close and pinning you to a wall or to a car. In this case, it's striker-fired, so there's no hammer in the back. So the first thing we're going to do, since we can't move out of the way, we can't move offline, and if I were to try to move this, as soon as he saw my hand move, he's going to fire. So we have to make this weapon not fire. And to give an example of the human reaction time, when he sees me move, he's going to fire. So the reason why it didn't move, the slide didn't slide, is because I inhibited it by pushing it to the rear. From, that, from there, what we do is Hold push on. the barrel back. This dude, Daryl, mm -hmm. had the time to move his body, push mm -hmm. back the barrel before you know, he got a shot that? off. If you push back the barrel, the, the guy with the gun could just like slide his arm back and forth and the barrel would go back into play. <laughs> go back into play so he could fire. Like, like if he did it right. It would be so easy to just stop the guy. Like it's, it doesn't even make sense what I'm talking about because it, you wouldn't even get that far. Any little movement, shot. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, if if if, if somebody with a firearm detects movement, you're gonna get shot. You're gonna get shot. Exactly right. This, this man needs to be stopped. He really does. Like, the, the, I'm not even joking. Like about this. It's so crazy. We got we got three more videos. You ready? Of course. Right, we're gonna keep with the guns. Um, gun disarm. Let's see what we got here. Oh my God. What? Let's, let's take. Let's, let's evaluate. So I'll put it in the slow motion for us. So Daryl takes the gun, moves. He takes the the barrel of the gun, mm -hmm. turns it to the inside, and grabs the dude's arm. Yep. Then very realistic. That then he puts he puts the gun into his other hand, mm -hmm. and then he does. What was? Oh, explain that. I can't explain that. That would like knock over a toddler, not a human, not a full grown man. So what he did was he had his uh, the uh, the the guy's arm under his armpit, and he just moved forward. When if you're in that position. And you got the gun. Why would you just shoot the gun? Or like judo toss the guy, not like throw his arm. And then somehow his arm being like thrown downward would like cause his entire body to fall. Exactly. Let's go back to normal speed. We broke that down quite well, actually. Detroit Urban Survival Training. We do not encourage anyone to resist a criminal. If you'd like to comply with the criminal's desires, if you want to do what they tell you, if you want to take a chance on complying and dying, that is your choice. But for those of you who choose to resist, 
here is an intelligent option to increase survivability in a, in a situation where they you notice these guys badges like the the the, the yeah the, they're not even like sewn in no and they're wearing like like training gear that has like like chrome like plates on it and stuff like what i know where they have you in a close quarters robbery scenario this is very common so here the first thing you do is slap and trap right here yeah. i actually have a it what's so funny too like that, that scenario you get shot in the gut like you, there's so much like blood like you just die instantly it's like one of the worst it's one of the worst possible sh places to be shot where he's getting uh, but like oh yeah i could just grab the gun and turn it on him real quick i'm like if this guy notices you move he's gonna shoot you yep his finger trapped even if it was on the uh trigger when i go here not only is the finger trapped and the, and the actual trigger uh actually pushed forward but the finger's actually in pain pushed up against the trigger guard one it's frozen pain. two your step, second step is to pull the wrist in which actually locks the wrist and locks the arm from here you have control of the weapon you can lean forward. Pushing the wrist in does not do that. No. Lock them down or let them go. The choice is yours. What we do is make sure that you have intelligent options. Intelligent options. Intelligent options. I don't think that's a very intelligent option. Biomechanics. Though. Biomechanics. That's what it comes down to. Exactly. All right. Freedom by force. Let's see what we got oh. here. Mm -hmm. In the event that you want to continue forward and someone tries to block you with their arm, you don't want to hurt them. You're just going to come right here under the nose. In the event yes. they try to block you and it's more serious, you step forward, invert the arm, yeah, clear, clear. and it causes incredible pain in the arm. Was he using an AED or something? First of all, chopping someone on the nose would not make them fall backwards at all. And then, first of all, the nose is mostly like cartilage and then there's the it, would, it wouldn't hurt at all really well the nose hurts it sucks it but hurts. it's not gonna well, impede somebody no like also like that type of strike he's would, not even hitting the nose it's under the nose dude yeah i'm saying that really wouldn't hurt that much and then the guy wouldn't fall over and then two locking up the arm like that would not hurt at all like it takes for your arm to be bent backwards like in a kimura for you to be in serious pain like when you watch that again like he just grabs the guy's arm and bends it like a little bit. And the guy's like, I'm, I'm in so much pain. And, and look, look, look. It, oh, dude, this is the perfect frame to stop it on. Dude, look, literally the arm is straight. There's nothing wrong. The guy's that, that, broken. There's, this, there's no way this hurts. There's no possible way this hurts. There's no possible way this hurts. Also, he's exposing his chin, bro. Little, little, just throw a little elbow. And that's not how you do a freaking arm bar. No, also look at the attackers. If the attacker just takes his right arm, right? See where it's kind of not in the frame or he's grabbing his hand. He would be so easy to just throw a punch right there. Or just throw that arm away. Or throw the arm away and then throw a punch. Let's see, let's see what oh, else. Clear, clear. And it causes incredible pain in the arm, giving you control of that person so you can move them. Another way to move them is simply take them here, grab here, and turn your shoulder out. That, that's not possible not possible if if i literally just squeeze my abs i would not be on the ground yeah in the event that you need to defend yourself and get yourself to safety and it's more serious 
You're gonna take the ability to stand, breathe, or see. So here, see, breathe, stand. What? Never use more. So here, you got to safety, gotta and it's more serious. You're gonna take the ability to stand, breathe, or see. breathe. He's just grabbing the eyes. Yeah. See. So here, see, breathe. So he's pushing him in the chest. In the chest or the throat, and then he's stomping on his stand. leg so he can't get up. That, that leg stomp's the only realistic thing in this whole sequence. A little bit, yeah. But he, it's not realistic in the sense that he has no realistic way to get him to the ground which, with what he showed us. Basically, what we've taken away from this is if you could throw one jab, a single jab, you could stop all these guys' trained techniques. Right? Little yeah. off-rhythm jab. One jab. That's exactly. all. Let's see what this guy. Detroit Rivers Bible Training. I want to share with you right now why we say the hand is not meant to hold anything very well. This man is much stronger than me, much bigger than me. He's going to hold hard. He's holding hard. You're holding hard, right? Yeah. You're not going to let go. No. No. And it comes right out. Oh, <laughs> he's holding hard. Hold two hands. So he's strong. He's not a, this is a, a person that works in law enforcement. He's a very strong person. Much stronger than me. He is not, he is not going to let go unless he has to, correct? Correct. Yep. We're going to come here, grab our fist, comes right out. The hand is not. What sort of fugazi thing does this guy have, like, when, to empower people, to, to make them think that they're weaker than they are? That's not, no, it's not that easy. No. Also, like, I think the hand is um, designed to hold. Lots of weight. I think that's what hands are. Hands sure. are capable. Hands are very. Hands are very capable. Very capable. Uh, I'm seeing if there's anything else we should get uh, before the, the last one. What are the one that they're like six of people like attacking him at the same time? That's the last one we have. Last one, yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing if there's anything else before we show that one. All right, I, th I think we've watched enough videos. Let's go to the yeah, last one. Last one, man. All right. Detroit Urban Survival Training. I want to share with you what to do if you're surrounded by a group of men and they attack you. So if they come at you, what you don't want to do is try to stay in the middle like in a martial arts karate movie, moving in a circle, trying to block, trying to hit. That's not going to work. Okay, I'll, I'll give him this. Okay, that's that, very true. That's fair, yeah. You want to be moving. That's correct. So if they try to grab and then try to attack you and you try to back up, this is what's going to happen. As you try to back up, you're going to get swarmed, and you're still going to be dominated, and you're going to lose. What you should do is this. Oh, oh, oh. Look at the suit of armor that the kid in the background has. I know. Like, what What scenario do you need that type of armor, man? What? what? <laughs> it's so funny, too. Like, he says, this is what you do. No matter what you do, if it's, like, more than two people – even if like you're a trained MMA fighter, like you're, you're going to find yourself on the ground at one point. You know what I mean? What you do is you go after the biggest person, get them out of the way. But hey, hold on, hold on. What, what, am I, what am I saying? This guy's the expert. He's the expert. That's true. We Let's keep look. watching. Let's see what else he has to say. The last thing he said was, hey, don't back up. Very true. Don't back up. Unless your hand is very forced. But anyway. And as you can see, when you move in a circle around the crowd, 
You're able to attack each attacker individually. <laughs> they all followed him one by one. No one, no, nobody like led him. They were nope. going to where he was, not to where he's going to be. Also, easy takedown from anywhere. If you're like moving in like the way he moved, bro, you, like you could just put your leg out and he would fall over it. You don't yeah, even have to trip him. Don't even have to go for a takedown. You can just trip a guy. And then two dude, like if you were attacking somebody while circling, you would have a blind spot where somebody would just punch you. Exactly. Exactly. I 100% agree. Um, I, th- I think we know what video we have to watch at least one more time. Oh, I mean, where is it? Oh, your neck is, is grabbed one. from the rear, clasp your hands, turn, and the <laughs> wrists are hyperextended, and there's a lock on the wrist, which causes the pain to cause the man to let your neck go. Very painful. Very painful, Breck. Somebody needs to investigate this guy. Okay, Breck, what did we learn? We learned. What do we? Nothing. We learned nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I was trying to think, like, even a, like anything at all. The that takedown that he showed in one of the videos would work, but you got to be very quick with it. It would work, but also every position he used to attack, you're op- you're very open to being hit. Like that 10-punch combination that he had, if you had a good jab, he's done. Done. Dude, like little just one, two, bop, bop, over. All these like tosses that he does too, he's just like leaves his chin up. Uppercut, elbow, done. Yeah. Brack, uh, you know, we thought we were going to do news, but I think this, this is the uh, – let's not do news. That's – that that's that's off the beaten path for this episode i do want to talk about one fight but we frank, yeah frank mir no <laughs> oh my god i can't believe they let that ha- what was dan mergliata doing um uh, i was gonna say we got to talk about islam dariush announced yes what let's talk fight. about that for a minute what a fight people are counting out dariush i'm like y'all need to learn Dude, dariush is what one like five straight six straight yeah and he ragdolled his last like three opponents. Spitting back fisted one guy. Yeah. I mean, he's so underrated. I get that people didn't like that he didn't do much against Tony Ferguson except just dominate him the entire time. Yeah, I'm sorry, but we got 269 coming up in a couple weeks. But besides that, you know, this is the real pressing issue in the MMA community right now. This That's Dale, what this Dale guy. Yeah. Um, Detroit Urban Survival Training. Detroit Urban Survival Training. It's where we increase your chances of survivability. I think I was looking at packages. I think you, a hundred bucks for the month. Monthly package, hundred bucks. Not bad. Not a bad deal. Except, you know, you could also just burn your money. (laughs) (laughs) You could get better takedown defense, boxing defense, by just going up to some random guy on the street. Yeah, Joe Blow's um, boxing yeah, gym. Exactly. Breck, I think this is the most important episode we've ever done. You know, it could be up there. We just, um, we're trying to point out that you will die if you listen to this man. 
Yes. Be I, or be I think, seriously injured. We're, we're not we're not necessarily like kidding when we say that though. Like if you listen to this guy, you're toast. You're toast. In any scenario, he all these scenarios you just saw, you're done. Everyone. Except the the helicopter clap. The helicopter clap. I think the MMA fighters of the world need to start using it. Oh, yeah, because, you know, uh, what's his face? Because, you know, Habib's going to come up and just grab you like that around the neck. Yep. Yep. Entirely possible. Entirely possible. You you should look into it, actually. Look into it. All right, Breck. This was a great episode, man. It was, it was, it was, I can't believe the helicopter clap. I'm still like, Dude, wait, imagine, for, 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 for old time's sake, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to watch it again. Imagine going to a class and like, he's like, we're going to teach you the secret helicopter technique today. And this is what. All right. Once more, once more. If your neck is grabbed from the rear, clasp <laughs> your hands, turn and the wrists are Unbelievable. It's over. It's over. It's over. Breck, you, you down to preview font gar- uh, font uh, Aldo? Of course. Dude, that card's amazing. It's, it's underrated. Font Aldo is huge for title Division. picture. Yeah. All right, guys, that'll do it for us here. Breck, do you have any final words? No, just like shout out. Um, What's the YouTube channel? Like, is it you told me about a while ago? Is it McDojo? McDojo Life. Yeah, they have, there were way. Like what? Like a year or two ago, I had videos about this guy, and like I'm pretty sure, and pointing out the mistakes and stuff. And it's just it's funny that it's gone a little mainstream now. Yo, Mc- still- also shout out McDojo Life for like saving people, like legitimately. Yeah, um, yeah, facts. And and I saw a clip that this guy's been doing this for like a decade. A, a decade. A decade. Like, he was on news programs, like, a decade ago, teaching these, like, techniques that you see. McDojo Life posted their video on uh, Detroit uh, Threat Management seven months ago. They're way ahead of the curve. Way ahead of the curve. They got banned on TikTok. Did you know that? Did they? Interesting. TikTok's Um, ahead of the curve. So, yeah. Shout Shout out McDojo. That's about it. All right, guys. That'll do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed. This was a lot of fun. Um... We'll see you guys for the preview of Fight Night uh, Font vs. Aldo.